Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. I'm Doug Prisoner in New York, 17 past the hour. Now let's get you caught up on what happened in markets today. Kind of a rough ride for technology. NASDAQ composite off about 1.6% today. Look at applied materials. Stock got hammered off 5%. Class A shares in Google after that record fine from the European Union alphabet. Uh, weaker by about 2.5%. Alphabet, obviously, the parent company of Google. We had some Fed speak today that rattled the markets a bit. Uh, Vice Chair Stan Fisher saying that high asset prices may lead to future stability risk. And the head of the uh, San Francisco Fed Bank, John Williams, was saying he's somewhat concerned about complacency in financial markets. In his words, the stock market still seems to be running very much on fumes. Dow uh, down to one-half of 1%, S&P 500 weaker by about eight-tenths of 1%. We had ECB President Mario Draghi saying that headwinds to inflation in the eurozone are temporary. That caused a backup in long-term interest rates. U.S. 10-year last quoted in New York at a yield of 2.20%. Big rebound for the price of crude oil, WTI in New York right now in the electronic session, up nearly 2%. We're trading 44.17 the barrel. And in corporate news, Nestle buying back 21 billion in equity. This is the first strategic move since Dan Loeb's hedge fund Third Point bought a stake in Nestle and urged the company to shake it up. Shake it up, Carol Masser. That's what we're trying to do, right? Are you doing like a, a Taylor Swift kind of thing? Shake it up? Kind Shake of, it yeah. off? Yeah, kind of just way? like Taylor Swift. You, you know me so well. <laughs> I know it's on your playlist. Don't <laughs> lie to me, Doug Krisner. Uh, all right, Doug Krisner with the Bloomberg Business News Flash. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Just want to mention, of course, big day when it comes to health care. We did have Senate leaders coming out earlier, putting off a vote on uh, the Republican health care bill till after the July 4th recess. Uh, we did hear from Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell on this. Right now we've got eight Republican senators who have come out against that health care bill. President Trump right now meeting with uh, leaders in the uh, U.S. Senate, Republican leaders in the East Room in the White House. And uh, President Trump says that we are getting very close on health care, says we are getting uh, going to solve the problem about uh, Obamacare. Again, these are President Trump's words. Uh, and again, he is right now meeting with GOP senators uh in the East Room at the White House, and we'll continue to track that and bring you any more headlines as it is known. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of hedge funds, because there's one player in the industry who's betting big time on the world, specifically emerging markets. Let's find out uh, what he's up to. Let's bring in Emma Parmar. She's our hedge fund reporter at Bloomberg Brief in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Nice to have you back with us. Thank you. Uh, tell me, in the world of hedge funds, who we're talking about? There's uh, an individual who's uh, making some bets on EM. Yes. So his name is Carlos Patello. He was one of the founding partners of Cardica Management. They're, they're a $3 billion emerging market-focused hedge fund, and he has started his own hedge fund um, that's called Limier Ca- Capital Management. And so far, he's raised about $40 million, so it's still pretty early days. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's focusing on emerging markets, small and mid-cap stocks. He's betting that emerging nations are on a rebound, that they bottomed out last January, and that this, the, you know, the, the way forward is looking good for them. Um, Last January was when emerging market stocks fell to an eight-year eight, eight low, mm-hmm. and since then, they've bounced back and, up, uh, and are now up about 48% since then. And when you look 48%? Mm-hmm, wow. That's the MSCI, Emerging Market Index. Right. And when you look specifically at small and mid-cap, uh, small um, 
small EM stocks. They're up about 15% so far this year. Yeah, they've had quite a run, mm-hmm. quite a bounce. Exactly. So this fund is, is going to be trying to uh, profit on the back of that, is going to focus on betting on nations that they think are healthy or improving or will see some reforms, so nations like India. Um, occasionally, occasionally they'll invest in some riskier economies like Egypt, which is a situation that they think could see um, some stronger outlook moving forward. But the fund's going to be pretty concentrated. Uh, pretty concentrated. $40 million, mm-hmm. you can do a fair amount of investing with, especially when you're looking at that small cap or mm-hmm. small cap space. Mm-hmm. Um, is he have a good track record? We don't know too much about his track record. Um, it's very difficult to to get that kind of information. Even if you're starting a fund, to be able yeah. to bring that along with you can sometimes be tricky. I but guess the sign will be how much money he attracts. That's a pretty good gauge, exactly. He was the head of Kartika's um, global equity research, so certainly is um, some solid experience. But you're right. I mean, it really does come down to how much money you make and how well your fund performs. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, from raising money to giving it back, you broke a story, Hema, on a hedge fund that's returning a third of its assets. Mm-hmm. Tell me what's going on. So Lorian Capital Management, they're returning about a billion dollars to investors. And as, as you said, yes, that's about a third of its AUM. Uh, this firm runs a volatility arbitrage strategy, and they've been struggling to make money given this low vol environment. And um, essentially, they think they've been running too much money in comparison to their level of risk allocation, and that's impeded some of their performance. They're giving some back in an effort to bring down total assets and then increase the money they have at risk in an effort to boost its volatility. Um, this is a fund that really hasn't had a down year since it started in 2005. Um, do- so doing okay, but still giving back investors because mm-hmm. they're finding it's too much money. Yes, which is a little abnormal. Typically, yeah. you see funds give back when maybe they're seeing a lot of redemptions. We don't know if this fund is seeing them or not. Right. But it seems to be an effort to really... Um, Maybe work, play within the the strategy limits and and try to do what they can to that, to, bo- to boost uh, volatility. And you say they've been making money though. Um, well, so they had, and in, in during the financial crisis, they were up thirty two percent. Lately, though, they've been struggling, so they're oh, down okay. about a percent so far this year. Last year was a bit of a struggle too. So, um, in comparison, it has been difficult for them. Um, they did have a macro fund that they had to close last year. Okay. And so investors in that fund were able to move those assets over to this fund. I mean, you've also got a story about a, a PE firm, a private equity firm that is taking stakes in hedge funds. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Yeah, so White Oak Equity Partners, they are taking a minority stake in um, a hedge fund called Roe Asset Management. That's a systematic macro fund. They're taking about a 20% stake in the fund and hoping that this kind of investment will boost the fund's research and build out their infrastructure. So um, they're planning on doing two more such deals this year. Mm-hmm. Um, where they take these non-controlling minority stakes managers that they have conviction in. And um, they do focus on the more emerging side, so funds that run between $200 million and $2 billion, and that have at least a three-year track record. So we'll have to see how, how this pans out. Roe uh, manages about $800 million. They're based in California. Um, they're run by these two guys that used to be with FX Concepts, and that was one of the larger currency hedge funds before it closed in, in 2013. And so. systematic uh, hedge funds, they're looking at kind of a macroeconomic um, market, one yeah. market in particular, and they're using algorithms and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, so systematic tends to be a little less sort of advanced as, say, quants, okay. uh, more like a CTA, but um, but yes, looking at macro strategies and, and looking at um, using some programming and, and computerized methods. Thanks for the update. Much appreciated. Hema Parmar, she is our hedge fund reporter at Bloomberg Brief. Check her out at uh, Hedge Brief or at Parmar Hema. 
on Twitter. Carol Masser, right here in our Bloomberg 11.3 studio. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio.